You're listening to the Womanpreneur Podcast. Empowerment in business and life. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Womanpreneur Podcast. My name is Melissa Motes, and with me is my friend and partner in crime, Amanda McEwen. Hello. How are you? Welcome. Welcome. I'm going to skip right past it, as you know. I know. I know you always do. (laughs) I do. We are really excited today to talk about super skills. Super skills. Things that you can wear a cape while doing? Yeah. Sure. I I don't have a cape, but maybe. I would like to get you a cape. What would your cape look like? I was just going to ask you that question, but I don't don't know. Your cape would have a cat on it wearing sunglasses. (laughs) Super cool cat. Super cool cat with super cool sunglasses. And uh, it would be dark purple, okay. like a royal purple. That's my superhero cape. Yours obviously is pink and sparkly and all the Melissa things. Thank you. You're welcome. That's why I saw it too. Well, I want to just jump right in here because I am prepared and made a list. You made a list. Of all of the things that I think would be uh, a super skill for... Um, when I was putting this together, I was thinking about business owners, entrepreneurs, freelancers, things of that nature. But a lot of these, I think, are just good for for everyone, whether you have a business or not. You know, this could be you could apply a lot of these to your just your daily life, your home life, everything you're doing. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go for my first one, which is adaptability. Adaptability is a really good super skill. It is because. One thing that is for certain is change. Change, change is always happening. You're Sorry, for me. the listeners, I am mocking Melissa as I do because the way she holds her coffee cup. So she likes to. It's just very angular. I like it. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. you very much. <laughs> but um, I think just the ability to roll with the punches. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk a lot about this in different ways on different episodes, but um, I think oftentimes we. We get settled into a way we do things or um, we have a hard time with change and and it's inevitable. Mm -hmm. It's always going to happen. We set expectations and then when things don't go our way, we get grumpy about it. Mm -hmm. When you can't control that, a lot of times that's just life. That's how it goes. Things change. Things don't always work out the way we want them to, no matter how much planning has gone into it, no matter how much we want them to happen. So the best thing you can do to just stay healthy and not get in that dark, negative place is adapt. Just go with whatever happens and know that there's a solution and there's something good that you can do. You just might have to change course a little bit. Go with the flow. One of my favorite quotes of all time is, life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. Mm -hmm. John John Lennon. Lennon. (laughs) Yes, John Lennon. Thank you, John Lennon. That's very true. So adaptability is definitely a super skill that you need to apply to your life if you aren't already. Um, Another one that I thought was really important is creativity. Hmm. And I hear so many people saying, I'm not creative. I'm not a creative person. And I would challenge that statement by saying, you are a creator and you are very creative because... Everything that you have happening in your life right now in this moment, the life you have, where you live, what you, how you dress yourself, the career you have, 
uh, everything that you are doing, you created. Yep. And being creative is so powerful. And what I like about the idea of being creative or creating is that if you feel like you um, aren't happy with some aspect of your life that you are, you know are facing right now, remember that you created it. Sometimes that's like a tough pill to swallow, mm-hmm. but you also have the power to create a different version of the, of your life or of that aspect of your life. So, yeah. yeah, I think a lot of times people get, when they hear the word creativity, they think painting or art or music or something of that nature, which are creative things to do. But, and I always say, I've talked about how I need to balance both sides of my brain. I can't just do all one or all the other. And for me, a lot of my creativity actually comes in to how I problem solve. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily going to paint something or draw something, but it's, okay, let me figure out how I can move all these pieces. How, how can I adapt and find a new solution? And that sometimes it's thinking out of the box to think, okay, well, it was set up this way or it's always been done this way. That's not going to work. So how can I do something different? And it's just all about thinking and creating mm-hmm. differently. Absolutely. And there's always a solution and there's always a, a way to, you know, switch it up. So just keep an open mind and just try to look at things from all different angles, all different vantage points. And uh, I definitely think that that's a super skill. You know what's really fun about this for me? I'm sorry if you were just about to say something. But what's exciting is that these are all surprises to you. They are. Because we are just, I love how we just roll with it. (laughs) And, but I like it because we're getting your fresh take on these ideas. It's it's creative that you're not calling me unprepared. You're just saying that I, I give give a fresh take. It's not unprepared. We just don't always talk about our our topics ahead of time for this reason. We want it to be natural. Yeah. I was going to ask you if open mindedness is on your list of super skills. So you just um, mentioned it briefly, but in in my opinion, that's a, a big one. That one is not on my list. Specifically, but it it works into one of my other ones. But why don't we talk about open-mindedness while we're here? I I mean, I just think it's really important to keep an open mind about people. Mm -hmm. And that's really hard because we all come with our our baggage and our judgments. And it's very easy to put our own perspective onto other people. And that's not always fair to those people because, and they're looking at us through their lens. Everything is different. So it's giving people the benefit of the doubt, giving the situation some, it's just giving it a chance. And also kind of goes along with the adaptability and maybe some, something else, there's another opportunity coming your way. It might not sound like something that's in your plan, but why not keep an open, an open mind about it, especially when it's out of your comfort zone and you need to push yourself? Sometimes just being open to a new idea, and I think that part of it comes with just having conversations with people and listening. We talk a lot about listening and what you can gain from that, and sometimes it's perspective, sometimes it's a new idea. I just think it's important to stay open that your way isn't the only way. And you might be really good at what you do and you might meet somebody who does something completely different, but they say one thing and you realize, 
I could apply that to this other thing in my life. I never would have thought of it because my brain doesn't work that way. There's a lot that we can all benefit from each other. Yeah. And when you keep an open mind, uh, there's, there's just the opportunity to learn. And there's so much learning that can be uh, happening every day in your life if you just let it in. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I'm going to, I like what you said. My next one is tech savvy. Tech savvy, especially, Mm -hmm. especially now. And it's difficult to keep up with. Why do you think tech savvy is important? I think tech savvy is important because um, it's something personally I struggled with, um, you know, going back like 10, 15 years ago when I started to really realize in my world of voice acting Mm -hmm. that I really did need to be uh, able to record my own audio and edit it and do those different types of things. And I thought, man, this is so hard. And it was such a roadblock for me. And I was really intimidated by it at first. But then when I really forced myself and I was like, no, this is something I need to be able to do. This is where my industry is going. Mm-hmm. Um, and I forced myself to to really learn it and be you know, very proficient at different software programs and um, all of that, I was really thankful that I just kind of like stared fear in the face and was like, (laughs) I'm coming for you, you know? Um, And that applies to so many different, um, you know, businesses and different, um, you know, whether it's like graphic design or Mm -hmm. it's, we we have to be good at all of it, really. Go ahead. You know, it's just, it's funny because I, I, and maybe you have education on your list. I'm not sure, but I'm guessing you do. (laughs) So we'll get to that. But part, for me, the technology aspect of what I do in production and what I do just with business in general, because I rely on software for everything, Mm -hmm. whether it's QuickBooks for the bookkeeping stuff, whether it's, you know, just Word documents or, you you know, how much I love my spreadsheets, all of, all of everything that I do. My phone has my calendar that has my reminders of things that I need to do. It has my notes of things I need to do. And, you know, but in the technology that I don't know, um, I was on this shoot recently and I started asking questions about the audio gear. And one of the guys, got he got really excited. He's like, oh, you want to learn audio? I said, no, I don't want to do audio, but I want to learn audio. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, no, I mean, come on, like we, I can show you this and this. I'm like, show me. But I don't, I'm not saying that you now need to hire me as an audio guy or, you know, an audio person. I don't, that's not in it. And he's like, then why are you asking all these questions? The more I know about your gear... The, just the better educated that I am. And sometimes there's a question or I, I can at least help somehow. It's like when learning to use Adobe Premiere. I don't want to be an editor, but if I can understand how it works and what the codecs are and how to output stuff, sometimes convert files, these are all things. They're not part of my job as a producer, but there are times if I'm working with people and they're on a deadline and they just have all these files that need to be converted or some simple task, mm-hmm. why couldn't I jump in and do that? Right. And it just, it helps me be better prepared and just educated. And what one of my highlights is I was on a, a crew with a bunch of engineers and really, really smart, like super smart genius types. And one of them couldn't figure out how to get airdrop to work. And I figured it out. I mean, it was like, I'm like, challenge. I taught you something and I was so you happy. Love, I love though, you love a good challenge like I do. that. But especially when it's something like, you know, that's, that's just somebody of that vast intelligence, especially with stuff like that. And it's like, it was something like airdrop. I'm like, yes. 
I got it. You know it. what? I got it. I'm not surprised, Amanda McEwen. Yeah, thank you. I think we should insert some like amazing applause right here. <laughs> Maybe a couple of explosions. We could just imagine it. We could just imagine it. Yes. Thank, thanks, thank you, Brent. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. No, but one of the things that I had listed on um, Tech Savvy is, you know, like you said, the more you know. Um, but I mean, it's so important, like if you're posting certain things on social media, right? Mm-hmm. And you want to add logos or um, some graphics and stuff. It's like, you need to know how to do a little bit of everything, I think. Yeah. I think you need to know how to um, at least do the basics. Uh, like another thing I had written down was... Um, um, uh, social media, being able to put good um, posts together, you know, visually mm-hmm. speaking, not only in your writing, which that's another thing that I had written down and I'll, I'll get to in, in a few minutes, but, um, and then like bookkeeping, you know, keeping mm-hmm. track. So it's like everything from learning simple software programs to keep track of your, you know, your, your books to doing stuff on social to building a basic website for yourself or a mm-hmm. landing page. Um, when you're brand new at business or a freelance and you're just getting started, it's kind of like, it's just in your best interest to kind of have some type of familiarity with all of these different components. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to just help you be able to help yourself that much more. Yeah. And and when you're just getting started, I think taking advantage of the free tools that are out there. Mm-hmm. Like I, for a long time, I use Canva. I still use Canva for a lot of things. I use the free one and you can create, I mean, they, they have templates and backgrounds and different text and ideas that you can use. I, I have Photoshop. I prefer Photoshop. But I didn't have it for a while because I just didn't want to spend the money for it. And, and then they had a, a good Black Friday deal last year. So that's why I finally have it now. But awesome. And I missed it. But it, in the meantime, it, it was weighing the options. It's like, you know what? I can do what I need to do with this free tool. And then it, when it makes more sense, then I'll pay for the real stuff. And now I'm glad I had the real. And I shouldn't say real stuff because there's nothing wrong with Canva. And even the paid Canva account is great because then you get a lot of extra stuff. You can save, you know, like for our podcast, we have specific colors we use, specific fonts, all that branding kit. And you can save all of those settings so that it, you know, it, you don't have to go enter the the codes for your colors and all that stuff every time. Right. You know, I still use, for my personal finances, I use Mint, which is an Intuit product, but it's free. It has ads. I don't care. I would yeah. rather have ads than pay money for it. Yeah. On the business side, I pay for QuickBooks because it makes more sense for business. But, you know, I use uh, Scannable. We've talked about my my free scanning app. And there's just all kinds of free stuff out there that you can use that will simplify your life. And I just wanted to mention, though, kind of it's a little contradictory to this. But I I think sometimes you have to explore different options for technology because there's a lot out there, sometimes so much that it feels overwhelming. But you have, just like with everything, you have to find the one that works the way your brain works. And I was talking to a client yesterday that's been trying different proposal softwares and different, trying to streamline his process from, you know, when he gets that first call with the client where he puts together a proposal, sends it off, gets it signed, sends the invoice, trying to streamline all of that. And he hasn't found the one program that does everything he wants it to do. 
And he was paying a lot of money for the one that was the closest. And he finally just said, you know what? I'm going back to what I was doing years ago where it's a color-coded spreadsheet. And then I'm going to keep doing my stuff in QuickBooks. But if I'm using multiple programs anyway, this feels familiar to my brain. And this is what I'm going to use. And I think there's strength in that and just saying, you know what? I tried different ways and there's nothing wrong with this old way. If this is what's going to work for me, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. What you were just talking about ties into my next one, which is be resourceful. Mm. So being resourceful, you know, means, first of all, I just want to remind everybody about the World Wide Web (laughs) and Googling. Google is your friend. Google is your friend. And I mean, just something as simple as anything that you might be wondering, just take the moment to Google it. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's usually um, a really great explanation of whatever it is you're wondering, what you want to know. (laughs) Um, Or there's a YouTube video you can watch. Yes. And uh, there's so many great tutorials that Mm -hmm. walk you through so many things. I mean, I've learned how to do everything from, you know, properly blow dry my hair with with a round brush (laughs) on YouTube to, you know, how to really perfect my... um, I don't know, my super skills in editing for voiceover, mm-hmm. you know, just by watching different videos. So go ahead. What were you going to say? I, ch- I changed my garbage disposal with a YouTube video. Yeah, girl. And that was because, you know, I'm like, I-, I can do this. I know I can. And I don't know how. It seems pretty simple. And it's I'm a little difficult because I, I'm a figure-it-out-myself kind of person. I don't like to read the instructions all the time. When it comes to something like that, I'm going to make sure it's right because – I, you know, I don't want to mess with plumbing or electrical or any of that stuff that might ruin my house. But what I like about Googling things is and it, there's usually a visual option in a video form. There's usually a written option if you learn better that way, because yeah. we all learn things different ways. And that is for me figuring out Premiere. I could do the tutorials and I, because it even comes with a here, here we can walk you through it. And I don't have the patience for it sometimes. I'm just like, I'll figure it out. But then I get stuck on something. I just Google it really fast. And usually for that, I'll watch a video because it shows me where all the buttons are. And it's like, there's no reason to not be able to do something. Again, I don't want to be a professional editor, but just being able to cut our our social media videos for the podcast, being able to put captions on it, that was a big limitation that I had with iMovie, which is why I wanted to move on to the the big boy products. And because, you know, captions are very important because not everybody has a volume on because they're looking when they're at work and they're not supposed to or whatever reason. And you also don't want to start installing, you know... um, Garbage disposals professionally. I mean, um, like I, I don't. Could be I a side, really don't. Side hustle for you, but mm-hmm. but when you needed to do it, you watched yeah. a video and you got her done. You know, I got her done. <laughs> I, I like it. Yeah, but I just think that in all aspects of your life, it could be something like I said, as simple as learning how to properly use your hair dryer and a brown brush, uh, to anything you are doing around the house, to different things that you're you know, little roadblocks that you hit, um, when you're, when you're working, just don't overlook the obvious, which is Google, YouTube, and then also ask someone who, you know, that's what their expertise is, Mm -hmm. you know, just call a friend, phone a friend. (laughs) Remember that? (laughs) That uh, Who wants to be a millionaire? millionaire. Yeah. Yeah. Phone a friend. That was an old TV game show. Old TV game. Old TV game Google show. it. Google it. <laughs> so you learn all about it. Is it? Is okay, it? good. So, so it's current. That that makes me it's feel on good. Network cable television. <laughs> Network cable I television. I believe. But I'm sure that there's an app, yeah. and I'm sure that there's some other way you can watch it. 
on the World Wide Web. And that resourcefulness also, I think, is, you know, if you're on a project, you're working with a team, and if you see that one person or one group or somebody's struggling with something or there's a problem, if it's appropriate, there's no reason you can't jump in with an idea or a solution. And maybe it's not going to work, mm-hmm. but instead of just sitting back and watching other people struggle, some this is, is a big part of what my job as a producer is. It's putting out fires, finding solutions, just sometimes offering suggestions mm-hmm. to like, okay, well, this is the current predicament. Would it work if we did this? Okay, no. Okay, great. Well, you know, just thought I'd mention it. You never know. But sometimes that being able to help somebody else, they're going to remember it, especially if you get somebody else out of a jam, especially if it's something that you know and you can just offer that information freely, like, hey, I want to help you. Yeah, you're being the resource. Yes. And that's really awesome. Share your gifts. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful thing. Yeah. So my next one <laughs> is communication and literacy. Oh, literacy. I, I, I was definitely, I assumed that communication would be on this list because I still think it's number one in life. <laughs> communication is a big struggle for most everybody, but it's so important. It is your number one super skill. And yes. I know it's in the middle of the list, but you know, whatever. We didn't say these were any particular They're order. not in any particular in, in order. order. But I would say it is hands Mm -hmm. down the most important um, because nowadays you not only need to be a great communicator um, when you're speaking, you know, and face to face, but more so I think through Mm -hmm. your writing because there's so much emailing happening and texting and social media posting. So uh, it's important to be able to write well. Yes. Understand proper grammar, um, punctuation, um, being able to really express your ideas clearly and um, just, you know, look intelligent in the way that you communicate. I know that my punctuation, is it gets really out of hand well, because... <laughs> I, I, I want to talk about my punctuation for a second. I feel can, can slightly, I can I feel slightly defensive about it. I know, but I want to just say one thing. Please do. I'm slightly um, an over-punctuator, <laughs> but it's because I'm a voice actor. And so when I'm writing, I am expressing it the way I'm hearing it in my head. And there's a lot of like ellipses and exclamation points and dramatic pauses. And I, I have to like write it. And I'm trying, you know, the way I hear it and the way I feel it. Yeah. The way I feel it. So I'm always glad you proof my stuff. Well, okay. And so it's in in your defense, actually, because writing has changed. And people struggle with this a lot. So there is old school, traditional writing and grammar rules. And there's this current blogging newsletters where you're trying to talk to your friend and people are writing more in that way yeah, because it's relatable and it's more conversational yes. and it's not, and, and sometimes the grammar is wrong and it's intentional and it's not, I mean, it, for me, this is difficult. And I know our friend Casey struggles with this a little bit too, because she wants to correct all the things that are wrong because she's an English person. Like mm-hmm. she, she knows the right rules and she sees stuff and it's like, ah, even when it's reading copy for voiceovers, <laughs> you know, it's like, this is not how it's supposed the to be. The struggle is real. Yes. But things have evolved. It's kind of like technology changes things. The way that people communicate is different. And it, a lot of these especially newsletters from, uh, from, from coaches, from marketers, from different businesses, 
it's formatted in a very different way than if you were writing a paper for school right? or, you know, a, a scientific research paper. Like there's, there is more leniency now. Spelling should never be in, incorrect. Yes. There's never any leniency on bad spelling. You should know the difference between your and your. Yeah, and there. <laughs> and there, there, and there. Yes. Like, I mean, just the basics. Oh. And I see it all, like, that's one of my, it's just, I'm one of those people. It's my pet peeve. But, Me too. It's yes. a pet peeve of mine too. But I'm with you on the old school and the new mm-hmm. school approaches to writing. Um, but I think the idea is just being able to really express your ideas clearly. Mm-hmm. And um, so that if you are writing conversationally, uh, read it out loud, you know, or give it a little time and read it back to yourself before you hit send and just make sure that everything makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes people post stuff very quickly before they've, you know, like even proved it, you know, um, get it out, just get it out there. And, um, I don't know. I'm just, I just think it was something worth bringing up. I just think you wanted to talk about how much you love ellipses. I do definitely love ellipses. ellipses. I love me a good ellipses. I, I, don't know what you have against quotation marks. You only like the single. Um, you don't I, use the it's double. Actually, it's actually um, part it of another. Super, okay. It's part of another conversation. <laughs> okay. It's part of another conversation that's happening today. Okay. But do you want me to reveal it right now? <laughs> Please, let's do it. I mean, you should tune in next week to hear what we're talking about. But um, I just want you to know that I think that <laughs> regular quotation marks look too busy. <laughs> It's visually, it's visually too much going on for me. I'm just like, I don't really want this. I'm doing the two air quotes in the air right now. I just like one. It just, it's cuter. It's cleaner. It's more slim. It's like, it's like putting some spanks on, you know? It's like, I don't know. I just, okay. I, I always wanted to know why because they're, they're, you will not use them. Very rarely. Sometimes you will. I but do because I, I know like, everyone. Every, so every once in a while, I'm like, I just probably should put regular quotation marks in so people know that I know. <laughs> but it's like, it just visually looks so crowded and busy. It's like all like, ah, here I am. I'm quotation <laughs> marks all around. It's too much. We, we all have our things. So that was, and, yes. But I will just say, <laughs> Uh, communication, verbally and written, very important super skills. Do not overlook how important they are. And it can also make a really poor first impression if your stuff is written mm-hmm. very sloppily or very poorly. Um, and I'm all about being new school and conversational, yeah. but there's a fine line. There really and, is. And th- this is especially important on your LinkedIn profile. And if you still have a resume, if you're applying for a job and you need to send somebody a resume, if somebody needs a credit list, if you're in my industry, that's a big thing. That representation of your career, when you want to work with people, you want people to hire you, whether it's for a job job or for a project, that should be perfect. There should mm-hmm. be no misspellings. There should Spacing should be even. Everything should be perfect because that's your first impression to get a job. Yeah. And some I, I will dismiss, a re, like back in the day when I used to hire people, I would dismiss a resume that had a typo on it. Yeah. So I'm like, if, if you're not paying enough attention to detail to this one thing that you're using to tell me why I should hire you, I don't trust you. And I, I know that sounds really harsh, 
But to me, it's like you, you have one job <laughs> in that moment. It's to to offer the best of yourself to somebody who doesn't know you. And there's a typo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you don't care that much. Yeah. Whether you probably do care, but it doesn't come across like you do. Absolutely. Got a few more. Um, this next one is leadership skills. Mm, yep. So what do you what do you want to talk about about that? Mm. Anything? It's an interesting one because there, there are two different beliefs that leaders are made and leaders are born. Mm-hmm. And I come from the belief that anybody can be a leader if they put their effort to into it. Yeah. Because me too. It, a lot of it, it's just general people skills. Yeah. And it's re- relating to people and understanding that we are all humans working together and we all mm-hmm. have feelings and emotions. And even though that's not supposed to seep into business, you can't, even the people, the most robotic of us, we still have feelings. We, we, we have to connect on some level yeah. and remembering that about other people and, and what people the people who are good leaders are the ones I think who lead by example because mm-hmm. they're not just telling other people what to do. They're showing them how to do it. And not I don't even mean that by specific tasks. I mean that in how you are, who you are as a person, what your values are. Because mm-hmm. to me, if, I, if I'm going to follow somebody, I don't even like the word follow. But if, if somebody, if, you know, a team leader or a project leader, if it's not me, you know, I have to respect that person and I have to believe that they're in it for the right reasons. Yeah. You, you said something that was really important to me on this little section, which was, uh, leading by example. Um, it's really easy to, you know, be a lot of people, I think, think that leading is like, you know, bossing or, Mm -hmm. or, or, uh, barking orders or, you know, um, I don't know. I mean, there's so many different interpretations of what the word means, but I think that being a good leader just is, is leading by example and lifting everyone up around you, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and seeing where other people need, um, support, you know, and just being there for them. And, um, I don't know, there's like a, there's just kind of a a quiet confidence, I think about Mm -hmm. some of the for me, the the leaders who've inspired me the most in my life, it's like I never even realized that they're leading. It's right. just they're yes. just so great at what they do and they're so inspiring and they're so um, helpful and in my corner. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, it's just they, they were like sneak attacking me and leading right. me. Well, a lot of that, it comes from you need to spend time with the people that you're leading yeah. and figure out how does this person respond to different things? Because when we've talked about the love languages, we've talked to different motivators, we are all different in what works for us. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, I mean, if you're just telling people the way you think things should be, you're not, you're missing out on that connection. That's really going to make the difference and not just a difference for them, but for you also. I mean, you can help each other in that way, but it kind of goes back to communication. You have to talk to people. Yeah. And I know sometimes we're busy. We don't, we don't have time. We just want things to get done, Mm -hmm. but that's the only way to do it and to show people, you know what? You matter. Yep. And communicate. Communicate, yes. Mm-hmm. It's a very big one. We're, we like how that works. Um, the next one I have is emotional intelligence, EQ. Um, and I also put down awareness of diversity and inclusion. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I thought that was really important um, 
this one to me is I think that it's really important to um, understand that everybody is on their own personal journey. You have no idea, you know, the shoes that someone's walking in. Mm -hmm. And I think we all need to have a lot of empathy um, you know, yep. for others and to really be mindful of everyone in our, our lives, in our circles. And I mean, I'm talking about people we don't even know mm -hmm. um, walking down the street. Um, I think it's just really important to, to understand that uh, we just got to put the love out there and the kindness out there and um, not be so judgmental and to really, really tune into our emotional intelligence mm -hmm. and the emotional intelligence of others um, and understand that some people, they're not tuned into their emotional intelligence. <laughs> right. And that's okay. Um, but that's where we have to super finely tune our emotional intelligence mm -hmm. and have empathy and compassion and um, and just and try to look at every situation and every moment that you face in your day, not just through your uh, eyes, but through the eyes of all of the different people around you um, so that you can just, just put more love and support out into the world because mm -hmm. I feel like that's what we need the most of. Well, and it's, it's very small-minded to assume that you know what's going on in somebody else's life. Mm -hmm. it, and that is what happens a lot of times. We make these snap judgments based on what we see, again, coming through our own personal lens and what state of mind we're in. You know, if you're having a bad day, it's very easy to put that judgment onto somebody else and you, you just don't know. Or mm -hmm. somebody might act a certain way and you think, wow, that person's really really not great, or there's just something that you pick up on, but you don't know what what's going on in that person's life that's maybe causing them to have that, that kind of attitude that day? Right. Or why are they making the decisions they make? Just because it's not the decision you would have made, right. but it's not your life. So yeah. don't worry so much about what they're doing, but understand that there's probably a reason. Mm -hmm. And any like you know, and sometimes the reverse of that, when you see somebody that's in a good mood and happy all the time, you don't know that that's real. You don't mm -hmm. know what they're hiding sometimes mm -hmm. and not always in an intentional, like, oh, I'm going to keep this to myself. But a lot of us are proud and we're, we're, you know, strong and we don't want people to know what's really going on. So you can't just assume that a person that's smiling is perfectly okay. And some people yeah. get mad at that too. They're like, yeah. oh, that person is too happy. Right. Too happy. Uh, <laughs> wow. That seems like such a familiar thing I've heard before. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> well, and then there's this other thing that ties into this, which is, um, I think um, being observational versus being judgmental. Mm -hmm. And there's a difference. So you can observe things that are happening around you, but you don't necessarily have to judge them, you know, right. put a label on them. It's just observing is just really focusing in on everything that's happening around you and the people and their actions and your actions and interactions and just saying, I'm observing all of this. It's like data collection and it's trying to understand versus just seeing something and judging it. So try to, try to, that's, I think part of a healthy mm -hmm. emotional intelligence is, you know, giving yourself that opportunity to, to observe everything and take it all in and, um, you know, just be sensitive to other people and, and what they're 
going through what's going on. I would say that observation is one of my super skills. Mm -hmm. And it's because of that, we've we've talked about me being an introvert and not always being the one to talk, but I I observe and I question and not question it and, and you know, I'm not interrogating people, but I want to know why. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest thing for me. It's why I, I'm drawn to documentaries and why human stories are so interesting to me is people act a certain way for a reason, for a series of, of reasons. And I want to know why. Mm-hmm. And when you start to watch and you see patterns, it really, it can help with that connection to other people, even though they don't always know that you're connecting with them yet. It, it, it comes later. And then sometimes it'll be, I'll work with somebody and then later on, I'll just say something or do something. And they're like, how, how did you know that? It's like, well, I've been paying attention. Yeah. You might not realize it, but I and see what motivates you. I see what, what frustrates you. And I, I was just on, uh, when I was on the, the, the big project that I worked on recently, um, I, I hadn't worked with this particular client on a job like that before. And I always like to talk to everybody on the crew just trying to get a feel for for little things sometimes. Like, okay, this guy likes this particular K-cup, so I'm going to make sure we have enough for the days that he's here. Little, little things. But I, I flat out asked the owner of the company, I'm just like, okay, is there anything that I can do, especially on the actual day of the job, the big job, that will make your life easier? And he, he stopped. And he's one of those guys that's always doing 100 things. And he'll listen, but he's just always... And he stopped... And he looked at me, he's like, I don't think anybody has ever asked me that before. He's like, thank you. And I mean, it was very sincere because I'm just like, I I just wanted to know, like, do you forget to eat sometimes? Do I need to remind you? Like, do you want me to bring you a Pepsi? Like, you know, because sometimes when you're in the midst of these stressful situations, people forget to eat, they forget to drink water. There's little things. So it's like, if I can be of some kind of use to make your day better. And the fact that nobody has ever asked him that before, it's like, wow. I love wow. how you just said, pay attention. Yeah. Pay and attention. Just, just help. Yeah. Just remember, be, how would you like to be treated in a situation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Care. There's, yeah. Just care. Care. Um, so a couple more. I've got one, two, three, I have four more. Um, next one is um, be collaborative. Mm-hmm. So that kind of ties into some of the examples I think that we've already you know, touched on. I mean... Um, well, in a way, uh, but collaborating is, I mean, one of the things I wrote down here was we always mm-hmm. get more done, you know, yeah. versus I. I. Yeah. So it, it's one of those things where just be really open-minded. Mm-hmm. It's weird how all of this ties together uh-huh. somehow. Weird. Be, be open-minded and creative and adaptable. (laughs) (laughs) No, but um, collaborating. It's one of the things that I've learned a lot um, about our studio and working with everyone is there's so many people on our team who have different strengths. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, and they're exceptional strengths. And it's so fun to be able to collaborate and work together and to, to draw from each other's, you know, skills mm-hmm. and to kind of all come together and create something amazing, you know, yeah. and, um, and, and you learn from each other. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, yeah. another thing, but, um, just, I just encourage collaboration as much as yeah. possible in all things. It's very important. It, this kind of goes back to the leadership thing and something I was going to say about that is the, 
leader has to be decisive. And that doesn't mean bossy. It doesn't mean that you just dismiss everybody else's ideas. But at some point, you have to make a tough decision that says, okay, I, I hear you. I understand where you're coming from. This is how my gut tells me that I need to do this. Or my experience has led me to understand that I need to do something this way. And you have to be able to be tactful about how you turn down somebody's suggestion that doesn't mean it's a, doesn't mean it's a bad idea it doesn't mean that you don't value that person's input but sometimes when you're collaborating with a lot of people somebody has to step up and make a decision or nothing gets done mm -hmm. and there there's a, a very fine line but it, it's, it's some of the best leaders I feel are the ones who do collaborate and they listen and they know that I'm not the only one with ideas here. Like there's a whole group of people here who are here because they're very talented and very skilled and I value them. But, you know, at, at the end of the day, if this responsibility falls on me, I have to consider and weigh and decide. Yep. And don't, don't take it personally if one of your ideas and you being a part of the collaborative process doesn't you know, come through, you still contributed, you know, yeah. you contributed by, you know, sharing that idea and putting it out there and maybe it doesn't come together this time in this particular situation, mm -hmm. but it's something that gets applied later. I just heard it, it was on the armchair expert podcast. I forget, I think, or maybe it was Conan's podcast. It was one of those, but there was somebody on it from the SNL days. And there was a skit that this guy, he pitched over and over and it got turned down time and time again, but he kept pitching it because he thought it was funny. Never ended up on SNL, but it ended up on 30 Rock because Tina Fey was a writer at the time on SNL and she thought it was funny. So she found a way to get it into 30 Rock. That's so it's, awesome. you know, it's weird example maybe, but hey. it happens. So yes. it doesn't, don't ever give up on your ideas. If you yeah. think it's good and you believe in it, it's just maybe not the right time for it. Absolutely. And just, just remember... Uh, we is always better than I. <laughs> and and just um, sometimes you have to put your ego aside and just remember that uh, there's a lot of good people around you who can really help bring bring different ideas to life and um, enjoy that. Enjoy that process. Um, and the next one I have is take initiative. Mm. I, I think I have a lot of number ones, but I, I think on the, the personal side of things, initiative is why I am where I am. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the things that I respect the most in people that I'm doing work with. Do I have to tell you what to do? Or can I just give you a, a general idea and you're going to run with it and you're going to make it better? Mm -hmm. I like the people who are going to run with their own thoughts and make things better. Again, not mm -hmm. with stepping on toes and not completely dismissing what their role is. But I don't want to have to babysit everybody. Oh, you mean you like working with people who are resourceful? I do. I think resourceful people are great. Yes, me too. That's <laughs> one really nice way to collaborate. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love our I love our word games. We're cheesy. No, we know we it's are. Fine. We don't like worry it. about it. We like it a lot. <laughs> no, but I I think there's a, there's a lot to be said for people who take initiative, and I think that that we talk a lot on this podca podcast about people who. Um, you know, have big dreams and big goals and they want to do something and they, you've been hearing them talk about it for years and years and years, but it's, it's that taking action and just going for it. Um, do is, more than what's expected of you. Yeah. We've talked about that. Yeah. That's what gets you those results. And that's the difference between the people who 
are doing things, they're doing, they're taking initiative versus the people who in their mind, their mind is so busy, you know, it's like they're Mm -hmm. thinking about it so much, but man, you'd feel so good if you just went for it and took that initiative. So you on your list, you had mentioned diversity and then we kind of skipped past it. Oh yeah, I forgot about that, sorry. So then the reason I, because we're talking about collaboration and I think it's really important to have different types of people, different ages, different backgrounds, different history, different experiences, because that helps make a more well-rounded product, service, whatever you're doing. Absolutely. Seeing it from from all different sets of eyes and mm-hmm. uh, backgrounds. Yeah, I love that. Um, the other one that I have is self-management skills <laughs> slash stress management oh, yes. skills. Yes. Would you like to talk about that? <laughs> I, I finally went for a massage and a facial the other day. It was, I was the first happy. time in months because I was not taking my own advice with the self-care because I just legitimately did not feel I had time Yeah. for, for months. It's been a little bit crazy. Yeah. And I finally got to a point where I felt like I could breathe. And it was just, I sent you an email. I said, Melissa, I'm taking my own advice. <laughs> I was really happy to <laughs> I see am that going email. Because I, you know, it's, I, it was just, I let it go too far. Yeah. And I knew that it was, you know, I, like I, I have to do it now. It's, it's, it's I was time. proud of you. <laughs> and I thought it was great to, for you to go get a nice massage. Well, and I, I think it's the stress management part, I think is difficult for a lot of people. And I was just talking to somebody the other day that said, you know, I didn't realize how stressed I was in this situation until I got out of it and could reflect on it. Mm-hmm. And that has ha- that's happened to me a number of times. Like I didn't realize my job was slowly crushing me <laughs> until I got out of it. And I was yeah. like, whoa, yeah. like weight lifted. Things are so much better now. How was I? But it's 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 like a coping mechanism. Sometimes you right. just have to put the stress away because you have to get through what you're doing. Yeah. But it, it can it can build up. It's like when and you're in a real life pressure cooker. <laughs> yes. That's oh, not the kind of instant pot instant I like. Pot. No. no, that's not good. <laughs> I don't want to like go in there. All of a sudden, <laughs> my food. Like, yes. Yeah. Me. Right. No. No. But but I think. Um, did you? Yeah, um, self-management or yeah, self-management for me, self-management is managing my day Mm -hmm. in a way that um, I'm prioritizing, I'm taking care of everything I need to take care of, which does include me. Mm -hmm. And then the stress management is uh, just having the awareness. I think about what's your body saying to you? Um, Are you you know, getting enough sleep? Are you um, feeling really agitated, you know, and stuff mm-hmm. like that? So I don't know, just those are yeah. some of my signs. That I, I just think for any business owner or any life liver, <laughs> I mean, you are have you a life to, liver. <laughs> you, you have to have the prioritization skills, the time management skills, because there are always a lot of things that need to be done. Mm-hmm. And you have to be like if, if you let them just look at them all and like I don't know where to start, you're not going to start, and it's just going to keep building up. You're so not going to take initiative, right? Right. <laughs> so it's just it's you have to develop that skill somehow to like okay, these are the things I need to get done. Here's how I'm going to do it, and then do it. Yeah. Um, because without that, probably your your business and your own mental health is going to flounder a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. So make sure you are taking care of you. And then my last one was never stop learning. Yeah. I told you education would be on the list. Somehow I just knew that Mm -hmm. because 
that's that's progress. That's how life improves is by yeah. learning new things. Absolutely. And I think uh, every day one of my goals is, is to to read and to learn or to watch a really great video. Um, it's sometimes it's just like a little five minute thing. Mm-hmm. I'll read a blog or that's one of the things I do in the morning is there's some business blogs I like to follow. Uh, I like to read those in the morning and I'm like, huh, that was nice. That was interesting. Let's <laughs> see if I can take something from from this little blog I read and apply it to my life today and right. see how it feels. Yeah. Um, or watch a little inspirational video um, or just some kind of, I don't know, tip or trick. And I'm like, interesting. Let mm-hmm. me see if I can do a crunch better. I'm going to learn. I'm going <laughs> to do a crunch better. Let me see if I can, whatever. I don't know. While, while but, you're blow drying your hair with a round brush? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I have some. I want to have good abs. Like some people well, I know. You know, Pilates, I'm telling you, it's all core-based. I know. But never stop learning is is the last super skill. So there's so many more I think we could have talked yeah. about, but these were some that really uh, stood out to me when I was brainstorming and I wanted to share. Yeah, and I would like it if you guys would share some of your super skills with us. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Where can they share that to? Go ahead, tell yes, them, well, Amanda. Well, you do it at the womanpreneurpodcast.com. We have links on there to all our social. You can find us there. You can comment on YouTube if that's where you're watching us. You can comment on our website if that's where you're watching us. You could leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to our podcast in your ears. We appreciate you. We do. Thanks for taking the initiative and listening. Have an awesome day. Thanks for tuning into the Womanpreneur Podcast. Until next time, you've got this.